Hello, everybody. You are listening to the Chaos and Shadow podcast. My name is Kyle, and I'm joined here by my co-host, Pagan. Pagan, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Very well. We're actually trying some new software for our recording today. Um, we're, we're doing it a backup just in case, but we're trying something called Zencaster. It lets you do local recordings on each person's computer and it kind of merges it for you. Um, hopefully this will sound good. It, it's gonna just be nicer than hearing our internet connected self. So <laughs> enjoy some of the splendor. Well, hopefully it works really nicely because that would probably take a little stress off of what we do and you know in the editing process bingo also to that end pagan the, the, the reason this comes to mind is that we've just conducted some of our like some just amazing back-to-back-to-back interviews and yes. we don't want to slow down on the interview part we want to expand i mean we just published one with ap strange talking about the cacophony that is ufo twitter and many other just various aspects of the strange we got John E. L. Tenney on last night. That episode mm-hmm. will be coming next week for folks. Tenney did a whole hour with us and then a whole bonus hour <laughs> for members up on the site. Yes. And it was so good. I told my husband some of the stories that he told afterwards and he was like, I'm going to have to listen to both of these episodes. And I'm like, yes, you are. Cause they're that good. They're so- uh, he even did some nice Twitter praise for us today, which is really nice. Did it? Did he say so? Oh my gosh. I, I saw him saying some nice things back to those tweets last night. It was, I think it was just so genuinely fun. And mm-hmm. you and I kind of know our, our stuff. Like we've watched Tenny talk before. So going into that, I was like, pulling my mental notes from when we were at PhenomenaCon, you know, I remembered certain things that he had said. Um, I brought up the idea of like, do ghosts have underwear? Because that was one of his theories that he put in my brain back then. So it's just mm-hmm. such a great time to have a conversation back and forth. And um, take like, again, just take the seeds that he planted in our brain six months ago and and now actually have a kind of blossomed, bloomed conversation about them. Yes. And it's so fun to, there were so many fun moments in that conversation. Like if you had me pick just one, I don't think I could because I I don't know how many times I felt like Tenny just literally stuck his fingers in my brain. It's like, we're just going to move this over here and put this over there and rearrange your entire thought pattern. Ta-da! Ta-da. And it was so good. So good, you guys. Please, when it comes out, we're going to, you know, obviously promote it like we do. But please go listen to it. Go have your own brains and your thought patterns rearranged. Yeah. It will be worth it. Worth it I it's promise. that good. It really is. <laughs> so um, I, I think I, I figured out. I, mm, I think this is my favorite moment from it. I can tease that Tenny talks to us about an encounter with a time traveler. And that's thanks to oh, Pagan yes. bringing that up. Because that wasn't really something <laughs> that we had like planned out uh, bringing up to him. But that conversation spawns something really, really amazing. And I think it... Uh, I-, I went and listened to the episode and it is remarkably creepy. And the fact that we played right into the hands of that time traveler and continuing this conversation is just... Whoa. <laughs> It was it was not a planned conversation. It was just one of those things that in our kind of interview format with a lot of our guests is we kind of go in with some set questions. 
But usually about halfway through, Kyle and I kind of throw the questions out the window because the conversation has gone completely off script and is so much better than we ever planned. This was one of those moments. Mm -hmm. And it was just one little thing that Kenny said that led to another thing. And I had seen these weird videos about time travelers on TikTok and I asked him about it. And then he told us this story that left me with literal chills. And I immediately, when we got done, went and told my husband the story. He also had chills. So (laughs) it was such a wonderful experience. I promise you guys, you guys will love it as much as we did. So I believe that's actually in the bonus episode. I think so. I think think that one came out in the bonus. All the more reason. (laughs) Um, And and there is that free trial up on the site. So if you want to go, that's also part of $5 tier to get your, your bonus content like that. So go up there. And check it out. This one really good. I mean, Michelle's given us great bonus content. Katie, uh, it's it's just becoming such a trend. We we often kind of drop those invites on people last second. So sorry if we um, you know, ever ever just grab the folks. But it, it, those those side conversations branch out to be something beautiful because that's yeah. When we get past you know that introductory hour of just BSing about our main points, and like you said, it just goes way off the wall. And it turns into, like you said, something absolutely beautiful. And, you know, all of the best interviews, I think, for any podcaster should leave your brain a little bit mush. And ours last night were very mush after Tenny. And it was just so gorgeous. And it happens with, I would say, probably all of our guests that we have brought on the show that they just, by the time we get done, we're just like, wow. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Can we do it again? <laughs> Strongly agree. Well, that brings up the next question, sort of, kind of, which is uh, talking about the calendar. I'm going to actually bring that up on the side here. So I wanted to talk to folks about the July-August schedule. Let me do two of them. We're going to pull them up side by side. June, July. Okay. Uh, Because we're recording this on the 3rd, we're going to do our little seance uh, catch-up roundup sort of thing um, in about 30 minutes, just so folks know where we're coming from. We didn't want to do anything too crazy, though, today because it's the 4th of July weekend here in the States. A lot of people are going to be busy. Um, We're just doing something really, really quick. Uh, Next weekend, the 10th, that is Saturday the 10th at 4 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We are going to be doing the last seance in Utah. That'll be the last one I conduct here before we leave, um, I, before I go to the house. Uh, that one, I'm talking to Tanino. He might be available, Pagan, for me to ask Tanino some questions for that one. So oh, that could be that really be interesting. Cool. Yeah. The, That'd uh, be really cool. Candle rituals taking place on July 17th. Pagan, that's, mm-hmm. we agree that's going to be uh, mainly you because my stuff will be all yep. boxed up by that day. I'll be probably, hopefully, tuning in from the side. But otherwise, that'll be <laughs> you hosting that. And that's going to happen in the Gilded server as well, right? Yes. All of it's going to happen in Gilded. Uh, we're going to do a nice little first quarter moon cycle uh, candle ritual. And we're also going to make a safe travel sigil for Kyle since he will be moving. Yeah. So, and he'll be traveling the next week anyway. So it's perfect time. You guys can join us for that. It'll be a good time. And then Kyle can, you know, tuck that nice sigil in his pocket and have safe travels. That's right. That is right. Um, So looking at the following, then I will be moving. I'll be pretty much offline for everyone the 19th to the 24th. You will all 
just have to make do without a little bit of spooky. <laughs> we might have something lined up for that week, but we're a little uh, TBD on, on doing that yet. The same goes for the following because uh, we're doing House Keparu on the 31st of July. So that's the last yes. Saturday of the month. Pagan and I are hosting a, a chat with Michelle and her partner, Illyria, at 10.45 p.m. Eastern. We are wrapping up one heck of an amazing day. Matt Oren speaking right before us. Uh, we, there's psychic work all day. Like, it is just, we were looking at the calendar last night, kind of just, like, oogling it. Pulling it up again here. <laughs> it's going to be such a fun day. Um, I know Michelle's speaking that day. We've got mm-hmm. uh, one of the House Kepri people, Aubrey, is going to be speaking. Matt Aaron is speaking. Uh, we're going to be doing our interview with Elyria and Michelle, like you said. And there's just so much good yeah. stuff that's happening. If you haven't already gotten your tickets to House Kepri, this is a really good time to go get your tickets. I want to say the tickets are $65, but that is for three days. The event is virtual. And you get to experience all sorts of really cool stuff and kind of get to see what it's like to be a part of House Kepru and some of the rituals and stuff that they do, which are phenomenal. Indeed. Uh, we we got to go last time as press, which was wonderful. This time we're actually getting to um, be a part of it, which is even more phenomenal. And last time we went, it was just so beautiful. The whole experience. We learned so much cool stuff, got to experience so many amazing rituals. And it's just times I will never forget and information I'll never forget. So get your tickets and join us. So agreed. <laughs> so <laughs> agreed. Uh, and that'll be our, our last big thing for July. So that is, like Pagan said, a three-day event. So um, that concludes on Sunday, August 1st, which just, again, kicks off our ideas for August. So let me do a little, little scroll down here. Uh, we took the time to do a little bit of plotting out. On August 7th, we're hoping to do a tour of the house, the new mm-hmm. RPN Haunted HQ. My goal with that will be really to introduce everyone that's listening to the seance room we're going to be using in the future, as well as just come, kind of some of the, the general areas that I can show off downstairs. Uh, the other thing that I want to kind of talk about with that is, I mean, there, there's the, the membership stuff we got going on. Um, we have the, the preservationist tier, the, the restoration tier up on the site. We've had people jumping in on that already, which is just super amazing. For those folks, we're going to do a little bit deeper of a dive. That's, that's part of the perks. We're going to take people on to see, uh, probably the, the attic in the basement would be to, two of the spookier Ooh, areas. Spooky times. Yeah, the attic where people to this day <laughs> still hear like thumping around up there like someone's oh, walking. Wow. So... Uh, those those ones we might save. I, I'm going to do a balance because it's my house, you know, I'm actually living there. So I'm going to do kind of a mixed balance of what, what areas are shown off. But that's going to tie into our next thing, which is on August 14th, we're going to do an intention setting and warding of the seance room. Because mm-hmm. I have got a dining room and a house built in the 1800s. Prime time for seances, by the way. But we got a house built in the 1800s with amazing dining room with all very old um dining sets in there like i almost wanted to say ancient because they feel a little rickety but uh (laughs) old tables chairs and i don't know i i need to get those like appraised or whatever see what they actually date back to but Mm -hmm. 
I mean, that room is just exuding history. And it was the, like, parlor room, sort of um, hospitally hospice area of that place when there was a doctor in there. So it's got, like, some serious history. And we're going to, like we said, intention set, ward it, so there can be a place where good communication can happen often. And um, we're going to work with some altar stuff a little bit later to set, like, the tone of when we want to open and close communication, too. Yes, definitely going to be doing that. Um, I believe we're also going to be doing a seance that's connecting to some of the dead from the Black Cross area. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, that's the uh, that's going to be us trying to connect with a little bit of the land and the history of the place. Now, we don't like everyone. Um, we never want to come across like we're extorting or like taking advantage of a spirit sort of thing. And this one is, I hope, quite the opposite, because this is a a grave that needs attention um, there to, to give you guys a very just overview summary. Cause we want to do a whole episode for the podcast, but back when the Spanish influenza came through, there is a dumping ground of immigrant bodies that just got dumped into a, a big old ditch along the side of the road. And uh, I think somewhere potentially near 5,000 bodies in there. I mean, holy crap. Yeah, that's a lot. I want to take it all with a grain of salt because, first of all, there was intentional obscuring of information because go figure 2020 is just, you know, 1918 and a different lens, right? They're the same shitty people doing the same shitty things. So, again, immigrant bodies just dumped. Um, and so we want to call attention to that. Like, this is a it's a thing, in my opinion, that needs. Uh, not not to be messed with in a way of like disturbing anything, but in ch- kind of checking in because I'll tell you, mm-hmm. no one else is. It's a forgotten landmark there that is grown over and just yeah, That's sad. Yeah, I, and you know I shouldn't speak to it that aggressively because I haven't been there in a decade. But it from the pictures online, it's it was always fighting overgrowth. So mm-hmm. I want to say that uh, in this in this kind of black cross ceremony sort of thing. That will, you know, just see what's out there. See who's meandering the lands. Because that's not on my property, but it isn't too terribly far from it. So I think right. that would just be a a cool vibe setting experiment. That's going to be very interesting to see what we get out of that. That's going to be cool. Yeah. And so we have that. Uh, we're looking at August 21st to do that one. Um, we're going to look at it doing an interview with the Penny Royal podcast for August 23rd. Uh, I've mm-hmm. got to set some dates on that to record on August 28th, an ancestor altar. Uh, that's going to happen the same weekend, I think, as the Michigan Paracon stuff is going on. So that's going to be one we make sure to have recorded for folks, just in case people in our group are actually attending and doing that. Uh, but but that that goes to say that when we're doing the workshops, when we're doing these seances, we've started to archive it. Um, that goes to our members up on the site. They get access to those videos uh, on occasion we might make some things public here and there but uh probably in the form of blog posts is my thinking with mm-hmm. that like if, if folks haven't checked it out i made some of our seance ones live up there already now the kind of way i'm working it right now pagan is i i released uh the early copy as an exclusive for the the members so they could go in and yeah. see right away because they wanted to add things to it. This is how I'm working it on my brain, folks. So our members that were actually in the live seance, they wanted to go back and see it because some of them, you know, weren't there that night. They could watch it, add to it. And then hopefully I'm going to take that early access post, beef it up just a smidge and make it like a public post, you know. 
So that'll be cool. That'll be really cool. That's kind of the the order of operations, if you will. And I'm, I'm, we're trying to make it accessible to everyone. And and I, it's a huge thank you to everyone listening. You guys power this show. So thank you, yes. thank you, thank you. It's amazing. <laughs> what else? We want to Absolutely. Talk about with that, like I have a little note here about oh Estes method and Gansfeld sessions kind of ties into the next point that I want to. I'm really interested in giving more of a tour of our tech once we get set up over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've talked to Peg and just a smidge about this here and there and Jade and our group a little bit here and there. But I'd like to do some blog posts that are probably going to be a little bit more deep dives on the individual tech we're pulling out. Um, where mm-hmm. does the Gansfeld effect come from? Why do we care about it? What's this, that, and the other? Uh, there's some great stuff up there. Our friends from, you know, like the New Kirks on Week and Weird have some great things on the Estes method. Uh, but as they've shifted their focus away from blogging, you know, they're doing Hellier and everything. I'm like, I let's see what we can put out there. We've got such great brains sitting around, like working on these projects together. Uh, so we're we're diving into the history, the lore, and and going to put some interesting stuff up for folks. It is definitely going to be very cool to see, you know, all, and these aren't going to just be all the tech stuff too. I know that you and I had talked about also doing some blog posts with about the pendulum and the different divination stuff that we're going to be using in the seances. So uh, look forward to all of that because I, I don't know if you got yours or not, but I also recently just got my uh, copy of the curious future, or I'm sorry, a curious future, a handbook of Unusual Divination and Unique Ocular Techniques by Kiki Dombrowski. Oh, excellent. That's (laughs) wonderful. I have not started reading it, but I did flip through it because my daughter had to go to the doctor. And so I literally picked up the mail right as we were heading out the door and shoved it in my purse. And I was like, okay. And so we were sitting in the, the doctor's office and we were flipping through it. It has so much cool stuff that I'm like, I knew like, one percent of the stuff in this book (laughs) and now i'm like there's so much other stuff that i want to play with now so i have a whole handbook on new divination stuff that i'm going to eventually be trying out uh the only one that i don't know if it would work for seances is tea leaves because i feel like like because the person actually has to drink the tea and then you have to read their tea leaves so i don't i don't think that would work i think that one would be hard over distance you're right it could be done but like the thing is i feel like yeah you i mm, i don't know anything about real tea leaf reading other than what i've seen in movies and stuff but usually you i see people handle the glass and that you wouldn't be able to do a photo i just don't know if that would be great probably works but meh feels like some of the yeah but there is all sorts of really cool stuff in here that's like got forest divination and divination with nuts how to make a stone set for divination like out of like actual crystals and stuff uh stuff with like there it says my mediumship or, I'm sorry, my experience with seances and mediumship. There's a whole section in the book about that and talks about that kind of cool stuff. So um, I don't know. I, is this book actually out yet or did we get? I <laughs> That's a great question. I can't remember. I don't think it's out just the second. I think it has a little bit more on it. <laughs> I think you're right. I want to say that maybe it's like July 17th. Yeah, that mid-month sounds really right to me when you say that. 
Um, but either way, I know it's available for pre-order. You can go pre-order it on Amazon or pre-order it through your local bookstore even once. So go check a, it out. That's a big shout out to AP Strange there because AP brought <laughs> yes. up Kiki's book last time. So uh, that making magic happen all around. See, this is why we this is why we like to promote good people in the community because good stuff then just materialize in the mail. <laughs> Um, I hope I, I don't know if mine. Oh, I hope it gets here. OK, that big fire that happened here. Oh, I don't oh, know yeah. if folks on Chaos and Shadow heard, uh, but there was a massive fire at my apartment complex that took out one of the three buildings, like completely just destroyed it. Everyone was OK and not, you know, no injuries, but just absolutely demolished it. And the tricky thing is, it is the primary office of the building complex so like you know the actual management staff had their offices in there that's where everyone's mail went and when i say everyone i'm talking like 150 units worth or more of mail so like quite quite a lot um and that's where i just i have no idea what they're doing right now and i'm not bothering anyone to ask I, i probably will after this week just to check i got lucky my um some of my like i ordered some plastic totes for moving stuff and Mm -hmm. I thought they were just going to get lost in the mail, but they did materialize at the end of the hallway. So I was like, oh, thank goodness. I didn't (laughs) want to chase like six plastic totes through the postal service or whatever, but it just blows. Um, The life needs to be better. People shouldn't. It just sucks that so many people just got displaced all of a sudden. Um, The world's Mm -hmm. hard enough as is. So, yeah. (sighs) Anyway, we we keep them in our thoughts because that's just terrifying. Uh, Oh, also good random reminder. This is not the show for this sort of thing. But if you do not have renter's insurance and you're renting, you need to do that right this second. Like you you realize you're completely unprotected at this moment. If you don't have renter's insurance and you're renting, their building is not covering your stuff. So, I mean, stop no. the podcast <laughs> and go sign up for some. It's, quote, cheap. I mean, I have uh, pretty great coverage and I only pay like 13 a month, which is like 150-ish a year. So, uh I ran into a poor guy that was about my age, probably, you know, just a little bit younger. And and he was just like, I didn't have any. I'm like, oh, dude. Oh, no. So I really, again, I just say that to people now, you know, there's just all that weird knowledge that people need to know and need to have. So take care of yourself. I think I first started using renter's insurance when I went to college because same kind of thing. Colleges will not cover your stuff if something happens to the dorm. Yep. That's so right. you can actually get renter's insurance for living in a dorm um, and because you're technically paying to live there. So it still counts. Yeah. And if in, in that case, if you need to save some money and this isn't available to everybody, but if your parents have like homeowners insurance, you're covered approximately to the age of 26. Now you want to ask, I mean, again, we're not a, we're not an insurance podcast, but seriously, you should be asking that like call, check. That is a real thing. It covers. So like Pagan said, grab it on your own, whatever it takes. But mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, anyway, I'll be keeping those people in my thoughts. Um, we kind of actually just added one of those over in Gilded too, a little channel. Uh, I don't know if you saw that, Pagan, but end of the general one. Requesting good vibes because everyone's been having like such a rough time in life. And I just thought we could create a little cute place that people could send some good energy to folks if they wanted to. Um, yeah, it's been a rough couple yeah. of weeks for lots of people. And I I would definitely say that if you can just send out some good vibes just to the world, the world needs it. Everybody needs it right now. Um, you know, just send out some good, light a candle, 
you know, if you're somebody that prays, pray, that's cool. Just, you know, send out those good vibes and good thoughts to everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody could use that good energy. Oh, that's a pretty great segue to talk about what I want to do in August. I would absolutely love to do uh, a charity in August. Mm-hmm. If if worse comes to worse, it, maybe it'll fit better in September, in all honesty, just because of when I'm going to actually arrive is late towards the end of the month. I'm going to be in House Kepru, and I don't want to you know, start it late. Or maybe that's fine. Let's see what the audience says. But I would love to do uh, and and something targeted towards the Trevor Project, which mm-hmm. is about giving money uh, and support for, for LGBT youth who are either kicked out of their homes or, you know, are forced into some really rough situations. And they provide amazing support for that. It's just a fantastic organization. Look them up, Trevor Project. They are partnered with so many just various organizations throughout the year. Um, I've helped the Trevor Project without even like n- like realizing they were the end goal of the thing before. Like they're just so cool. <laughs> they're they're just embedded in so great. So look them up, Trevor Project. Um, I'd love to raise money for that. I think it's a really good time. We haven't done a charity in a couple months, and yeah. I noticed that there's a pretty cool thing we might be able to work with. There's a thing we've used on Twitch before. I've used on Twitch before called Stream Loots which is all about people kind of, if you'd like to buy some digital stuff, um, they're, they're cards, if you will, digital cards, and you can play them on stream, much like you would in some sort of card game. So you activate an effect. It can be really cute stuff. It could be giveaways. And they just started one about stream loot auctions as well, so that you can you know help out with your charity causes if you want to like give something specific away. Um, and that would definitely be something I want to look into because... Um, might try and try and blend up some stuff for folks. Maybe we could do some of our like incense sort of deals. Um, just yeah. all kinds of cute little auction items that that might be able to help out with the charity effort. I think that would be super cool. And, you know, maybe we could even do a live seance for everybody too. Oh, yeah. um, I know that we have kind of talked a little bit about that. And, you know, maybe that would be a good way to kind of help people use some of those cards to ask some questions. Oh, I love that. So you, yes, Pagan, we, you were just, we're just rolling through this. This is good. There is one thing I really want to call out to folks. We, like you said, we mentioned this on occasion, but starting in probably August, we're going to look at taking one of those seances public a month and then keeping one for our gilded um, and paying members of the site. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, love breaching that thing. We know not everyone can, can do it financially. We, we want to do something that's really kind of next level for our members that's really intimate that allows you know their questions to be front and center for stuff but also reach out to people that some people can't even really use the gilded thing it's a little bit limited on mobile so taking it over to twitch even once a month will open a whole new audience to it whole new accessibility to it and i just think it's going to be all around fun now the idea here why why again am i keeping this idea of two in mind Twitch is chaotic energy incarnate, if ever there was some. And actually, wouldn't just say it's in chaotic yes. energy. It's chaotic evil uh, skewing quite often. Like there is a malevolent <laughs> vibe through Twitch. I know there's also a very good side that helps balance it. But again, Twitch has more trolls than saints. So my idea is... It's very is, trickster vibe. Yeah. Like... Uh, like Icky yeah, trickster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I because tricks. Well, I, right. Semantics. Trickster to me seems maybe not dark, but I worry about trolls. Here's my thing. Mm-hmm. So first of all, we could use some listeners that want to volunteer for mods. But the other thing is, I wanted to say 
it's why I want to keep some of these seances separate. Because we're working with energy and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, it will be a test to take it onto Twitch. If it feels bad, gross, icky, like you said, or just has a negative reaction from that audience, it's not probably something I'm going to super persevere. So right. we're just going to feel it out. If you want to be a moderator for it, we would absolutely love it. Step up. Um, go to revelatornetwork.com forward slash contact. The Gilded is gilded.gg forward slash RPN. Both of those are great ways to get in touch with me. But I'd love to have you as a mod if you want to do it. And we're just going to see. Again, that's all we can do. Test it out. If it's good, great. If it's bad, eh, we'll just go back to where it already works for us, right? We will figure out something else if that doesn't work. You know, maybe we'll we'll try a different platform or something. You yeah, know, we can always try multiple different things to do um, this. But yeah, if... if all of the, the ideas flop. Well, we know Gilded definitely 100% works. I, so. yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. By the way, this is a reminder, folks. Um, when you go over to apply, make sure you hit the apply button. The follow yes. button doesn't do anything. Uh, the yeah. way I would liken it is if you've ever followed someone's lockdown Facebook profile and you're following them, but you don't see anything they post, it's because they're posting privately, right? So in gilded's the same you can follow our external stuff which has some notifications and announcements but if you are not seeing other friends and listeners chatting with us in real time like discord looks like then you're seeing just the outside so what you need to do is hit apply it's super simple you just tell us like if you're a member already um if you you know what show you came from two seconds submit it's an auto accept as soon as we know you're you know whatever you came from um it's just amazing gilded rocks so check it out. Um, oh, I will call out one last thing as we go here because we're going to run off to a seance meeting in just a second for a recap. We mentioned them going up on the blog. I did want to say uh, that tying it to some of those auctions in the future and stuff, I do want to raise some money for some specific tech I've been looking at, Pagan. They have made those FLIR cameras to see, you know, thermal imaging. Mm-hmm pretty affordable i mean not just something i'd go and drop money on on you know any random weekend but like if we want to put together some cash uh through the the show for people want to help us raise some money for it that would be some really cool tech that we can just bake straight into the live stream that would be neat there is an aura like kind of it's called biofield imaging and it's oh. ridiculously expensive. <laughs> and I don't even know how much I believe it. But it's something the Monroe Institute has used. And it's, it's again, how people traditionally on cameras capture, like, energy work. And I think for someone, like, a group like us that's really interested in, like, seeing where energy is going and how that actually processes, it is software that I would say it's nowhere in my price range right this minute. But it is, like... I would love to have it by next year because it's just it's really cool for the toolkit. So that sounds very awesome. Yeah. And it'd be really cool because, see, I think it would be fun to even just get one of the flare cameras just to kind of like paint it around a room. Oh, yeah. And see if there's anything in the room talking. Absolutely. Or just hanging out. That would be really cool. Uh, so to put this in perspective, and, and some people are going to cringe, some people are not. I could buy both of those things for under $1,000, which, again, just to give Ooh, an idea. That's a price tag. <laughs> it's a, you know, that's both of them, meaning combined. Uh, not really. I mean, you're in the tech world. You know what tech costs. I mean, yeah, that's not that much. Uh, not when our phones cost $1,000 on their own. So 
Uh, yeah, this, I mean, FLIR cameras, very expensive. Those used to be well over, too. Like, they would be very costly. So this stuff is actually getting very, very, very in our price range. So if people want to help with that, membership's the best way. If you're interested in specifically, you know, helping out with that thing particularly, uh, get in touch through the website again. That way you can reach out, see what we can add to the toolkit. But I am so excited. It's going to be amazing. And we've only got about three or so weeks till I'm in the house. I know. It's going to be good times. Yes. So, folks, we're going to get ready. We're going to head out the door. We're going to get into our little meeting today for the seance (laughs) recap. I hope you all stay very, very safe out there. Like we said, get in the Gilded. Get uh, over on the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Kyle Paranormal. Everywhere. RevelatorNetwork.com. The blog's up there. AP Strange's interviews up there. Tenny's two interviews are coming soon. If you're a member, don't forget to add that extra RSS feed from your email. And that's going to do it for this week, folks. Stay safe out there, everyone. Bye-bye.